Hey everyone, it's so good to be with you online this morning. What a great time we've had this morning. We've been worshiping our God together. And it's my honor to get to share the word this week. And we're so glad you could join us on the platform. Or if you're watching on YouTube, we're so glad you are able to watch. You can feel free to subscribe to the channel, share the link, uh, and like the video if you want to. Now, this year as a church, we've been looking at the theme of embrace, which embrace means to accept willingly and enthusiastically. And we've embraced so much this year. And it's my honor to get to start a new theme. We're still looking at embrace, but we're looking at the the theme or the topic of embrace mission. Embrace mission. That's what we're going to be looking at in June. And we've got so much going on this month that you're going to love this month. We've got a jam-packed month full of great content for you. But I, I was thinking about what I could share this morning, and I wanted to get a definition of mission. And so I went to the dictionary, and I read it, and it says, Mission is defined as an important assignment given to a person or group of people, usually abroad. And it's also another definition that says, definition, sorry, that says, The calling of a religious group, especially a Christian one, to share their faith. And I was thinking about this, and really at New Life, our purpose is to reach, inspire, serve, and equip. And the reason we put reach first is because the primary role of our church is to reach those who are far from God, to reach those who don't know Jesus yet. And that is our purpose, and it's the purpose of each one of us here at New Life, regardless of how old you are or how young you are, where you live what your role is in church, it is all of our purpose. You see, we have a vision to build a church that our community can't do without. But I wasn't happy with that definition, so as I was preparing, I sent a message out to some of my friends from different backgrounds, different ages, and I basically asked them if they could give me, if I said mission to them, what would they define it as, or what would they think of when I said mission, and Some of them shared their personal experiences. Some of them defined it as outreach into communities who need help. Others said it's our purpose, or some people said it's a task that's assigned to them. But one of my friends said, mission is about choosing to live and act in situations beyond our control. And it was really this idea of mission is a choice. To go on mission, you have to be intentional. I'm going to read from the Bible in just a few moments, but recently I've, I've been watching a documentary on Netflix, love a documentary, and it was called The Last Dance, and the documentary is about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. For those of you who don't know, Michael Jordan is, without doubt in my mind, the greatest basketball player of all time. But in 1984, he's drafted as a rookie out of college to the Chicago Bulls. And at that time, the Chicago Bulls were a really rubbish team. They were really unprofessional. They weren't very good. But this rookie called Michael Jordan in 1984 says, by the time I leave Chicago, we will be champions. And in the documentary, it looks at his journey towards playing for the Chicago Bulls towards this dream, towards this mission that he was on. And I noticed some things about him that when he made that statement, it was almost like he's declaring that my mission here 
is to make sure this team are champions. He was intentional about becoming a champion. He was intentional about it. And when he was intentional about it, it became something that he worked so hard to achieve. And by the time he left Chicago, they had won six championships in eight years. And the two years they didn't in between were two years when he had retired from basketball before he made a comeback. And it was a great documentary. But I noticed things about him that I really think can tie up with the Bible verse. I'm going to read it in a few moments. You see, Michael Jordan, he took responsibility for knowing what he wanted to do or knowing what he needed to do. It was his responsibility to know. But not only that, but it became his responsibility to go. He had to go to training. He had to go to the games. He had to go and do everything he needed to do. And then it was his responsibility to throw. He would throw baskets from all over the place. He would pass to his teammates. But it was his responsibility to know, to go, and to throw. But I want to read some verses now from Luke chapter 8. And I'm going to pick up on verse 4. And I want to really hopefully encourage us and inspire us to be intentional about embracing mission. But I want to read from Luke chapter 8, verse 4, and it says, One day Jesus told a story in the form of a parable to a large crowd that had gathered from many towns to hear him. A farmer went out to plant his seed. As he scattered it across his field, some seed fed, fell sorry, on a footpath where it was stepped on and the birds ate it. Other seed fell among rocks. It began to grow, but the plant soon wilted and died for a lack of moisture. Other seed fell among the thorns that grew up with it and choked out the tender plants. Still other seed fell on fertile soil. This seed grew and produced a crop that was a hundred times as much had been planted as had been planted. When he had said this, he called out, anyone who has ears to hear should listen and understand. And I'm going to stop there. You see, Jesus in this passage is he's trying to show us what it's like, I think, to be missional. He's trying to show us what it's like to be intentional. He's telling the story of someone who's going to tell the world about Jesus and about the kingdom of God coming and about the forgiveness. And he's saying that some people are going to never get it. They're just not going to get it. And we're broken hearted about that. He says some people are going to start well, but they're somehow going to get lost in the journey that we call life. There's others that are going to fall away at the wayside, but then there's going to be some who just keep growing and growing and growing and produce more fruit. But what I notice in this passage is there's three things that I think we can learn from the farmer. You see, I believe that in our world today, we need some Christian farmers who are going to do these three things so that we can see more people come into faith in Jesus. You see, I think when you think about the farmer, I don't know about you, but the first thing the farmer had to do is he had to know what it was he had to do. He had to know that he had to go and scatter the seeds. It starts with knowing what to do. 
And I want to tell you that Jesus gave us clear instructions before he left earth. In Matthew chapter 28 and Acts chapter 1, Jesus made it quite clear to his disciples, to his followers and to us, that our responsibility was to go into all the world and be his disciples and to make other disciples. He told us to be his witnesses. That was quite clear what God asked us to do. Jesus, so, so if you're sitting listening to this, this for the first time, I'm telling you that what you have to do in life, you have to know that you know that you know that we have to tell others about Jesus. That's what God asks us to do. That is our mission on planet Earth, is to tell others about Jesus. And it's our responsibility to know that. So I've told you, so now the responsibility is on you, just like it's on me, that we are going to do that. But then the thing is that it's not enough for the farmer to know that he had to go and scatter the seeds. He had to go to the field. You see, the farmer could have just sat here knowing what he had to do. But he could have just thought, oh well, maybe I could do it tomorrow. Or maybe I could do it another week. Or maybe I could do it another year. Or maybe I'll do it when I'm old enough. Or maybe when I'll do it, you know, when, when I've got a new job. Or maybe I'll do it once. And the reality is, so often that's what we can be like. We know that we have to tell the world about Jesus. We know that that's our mission. But we get stuck in knowing what we have to do. And instead of just going to where God wants us to go, we just end up sitting. But I'm telling you, church, this morning I pray that we can become intentional about embracing mission. We can become intentional about not just knowing what we have to do, but about going where God wants us to go. But you see, the farmer could have known what he was supposed to do. He could have even gone to the field. But that wouldn't have been enough. You see, we can know that we're supposed to tell people about Jesus. We can even go into our fields. I don't know what that field is for you. It may be your school. It may be your work. It may be your family. It may be your neighborhood. I don't know. But the reality is that if we want to see the seed grow, then we, don't, we, we have to know. We have to go. But we also need to throw. You see, the farmer had to throw seeds. That was the farmer's responsibility, was to throw seeds. Now, what does that mean? It might mean I'm going to tell you my story. I'm going to tell you about the time when God healed me. I'm going to tell you about the time when God provided for me. I'm going to tell you about the time when I was broken and lost, but then I was found in the arms of the Father. I'm going to tell you about how I couldn't sleep at night, but then somehow I connected with God and he gave me a peace that went beyond understanding. And if we throw seeds, and as a farmer throws seeds, that's his responsibility. Then we can see God doing what only God can do. You see, our responsibility is to be intentional about mission. It's not just something that someone else can do. It's every single one of our responsibilities. You see, when we take responsibility for knowing what we need to do, when we take responsibility for going where we need to go, and when we take responsibility for throwing seeds, when we take responsibility for, know, for what we know, where we go, 
and what we throw, then we can see God doing something incredible in our communities, in our families, and in our nation. God is just looking for his church to be responsible for embracing mission. And I challenge you, where can you be a farmer? Where can you go? What doors has God opened up for you? And I'm not saying you go in and you just throw seeds at people's face and that's it. No, 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 no. Because we have to understand that we can't save anyone. It's God's responsibility to save people. It's just our responsibility to know, to go, and to throw. Paul writes in the New Testament about how, and it's an amazing verse where he's talking to a church and he basically tells the community that if you don't believe It's not going to be my fault because I have done everything I possibly could to tell you about Jesus. And I don't know about you, but I would love to get to the end of my life and be able to say that to to my world, to my community, that I done everything I could to point people to Jesus. And we're all on this journey called life. But I want to challenge you to be intentional, to be intentional about embracing mission. You see, I don't know about you, but my best example is always Jesus. Jesus came on a mission to rescue humanity. He came from heaven to earth. He lived a life with all the limitations that man has, and I mean, what I mean by that is being in one place at one time. He felt he had a physical body. But his mission was to come and die on a cross so that you and I could know him. And he successfully completed his mission. And that's why we are able to meet today. It's why we're able to celebrate today. You see, he lived, died, and he rose again. And one day he's coming back again. And he is our best example. Last week at church, if you tuned in, was Pentecost weekend, and Pentecost was the day when the Holy Spirit came and landed on earth on his church, and the church of Christ was born, as we sometimes sing in Acts chapter 2, and that Holy Spirit is still here today. He has not left, but we celebrate Pentecost, and the, but the reason the Holy Spirit came was to empower us for mission. It was to empower us to go into all nations and make disciples. It was to empower us to be God's witnesses. The purpose is all about reaching people far from God. But I just want to encourage you. How can you be intentional? How can we, I want to ask the question, how can we be intentional in our conversations? How can we be intentional with our family, with our children? With our workmates, how can we be intentional with our social media? You know, at the end of this month, we are going to be having uh, a special outreach service. We're going to be having a special reach event with Mark Ritchie, the comedian who is an evangelist to when he speaks, people come to faith in Jesus. And I I want to ask you the question, how can you be intentional about inviting your friends or your family to that event? How can you be intentional on getting them to tune in with us? Because we want to make it as easy as possible for you to reach the people in your world. And the reality is that we all have a story of how we came to faith in Jesus. And I would say for most of us, it's because someone was intentional 
about inviting us, inviting us, and inviting us until one day we decided, you know what, I'm going to come to church. I'm going to come to this event. I'm going to come to that. And we had an encounter with God which transformed our life. And now we have a responsibility to be intentional, to know, to go, and to throw. We have a responsibility. And I'm not saying this to scare us, but we have an awesome opportunity to become people who are intentional about inviting, 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 because we believe that there are some people out there who need Jesus and who are just waiting on a personal invitation. The last thing about the farmer that I would note is that most of the seed here in this story, most of the throwing resulted in not a success. Like most of the seed that the farmer threw out didn't win, and that can be quite discouraging. I don't know about you, but so often at times I've thrown seeds out, and I've thrown seeds out, and I've thrown seeds out, and my friends have said no, or they haven't come, or they just haven't been interested, and that can be incredibly discouraging. That can be incredibly painful. And can I be honest, the only thing I ever really want to do is just sit back down and give up. I don't want to ask that friend again. I don't want to ask anyone again because I looked really stupid last time. And you can get really discouraged. But here's the thing. Our responsibility has to be bigger than a discouragement. Our why has to be greater than our what. Our truth and what we stand for and what we're doing has to be bigger than how we feel. Which means when we feel tired, we can rest in God, we can come close to him and say, God, you know what, I'm really struggling. But there has to come a day where we get back out on the farm. We say, you know what, God, I'm really struggling, I'm in pain, but you know what? God, I feel restored and it's ready to go again. It's time for me to go again. I know that what I need to do, and so we get back up and we go, and then guess what we do again? We throw another seed, and we throw another seed, and we throw another seed, and we throw another seed. And when we throw another seed. And then when we get tired again, we can come back to God and we can be encouraged again. But guess what? We can never get tired of doing good. We can never get tired of throwing seed and throwing seed and throwing seed and throwing seed. Why? Because what we're doing is far too important. Our world needs a healer. Our world needs peace. Our world needs everything that Jesus is. Our world is looking for the answer. And the church, we as the church have the answer. The answer is Jesus. Jesus is the answer. And it's not just a cheesy child kid's answer. Jesus is the hope of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. And it's his love that casts out all fear. It's his love that provides peace. And we carry his love everywhere that we go. And so I dare you to be intentional. I dare you to embrace mission. I dare you to embrace mission. You see, I believe together we can see people coming back home. People that we've been praying for, people that we've been believing for, that we've thrown seeds and we've thrown seeds and we've thrown seeds. Well, I believe that as we continue to throw, God can do what only He can do. I, I want to close with just this from John Newton. 
John Newton was a slave owner. He also wrote the great hymn, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. And he, he wrote that incredible hymn that we sing, and it's so famous. But he was a former slave owner, so he basically was one of the ship people who would ship slaves all over the world. Then he had an encounter with the living God. But it was getting towards the end of his life, and his memory was starting to fade just a little part. And, and he said this, although my memory's fading, I remember two things very clearly. I am a great sinner, and Christ is a great savior. Now, I know that when we come to Jesus, he makes us into a saint, but I want to challenge us, church, that we always remember what it was like when we were separated from God. And I want us to remember to never lose that sense of wonder or awe because I think that that's the passion that will drive us to reach our friends, to reach our families, to reach our neighborhoods, to reach our nation, to reach into all of the nations, to remember that our world needs a great savior. And Christ is the great savior of the world. I'm gonna pray as we close. Father God, I thank you that you embrace your mission. You sent Jesus to come and die for us. Father God, I pray, Father, that you'll help us to know what we need to do. Help us to go where we need to go and help us to throw what we need to throw. But above that, Father God, as we take responsibility for what we are responsible for, you do what only you can do. In order that we can see so many people, so many souls come back home, so many souls come into you, Father God, and they produce more fruit. Not so that we get any glory, Father God, because all of the glory belongs to you. Father God, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be watching this on YouTube or live on the platform, and you've never given your life to Jesus. Well, I want to give you that opportunity right now. You might feel like you're a great sinner. You might feel like you're worthless. Well, we want to tell you that God is the God who forgives, and he can set you free. He's the chain breaker, the way maker. And so I'm going to say this prayer. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just repeat it after me, and then we'll give you a little bit more instruction. But it's quite simple. It just says, Dear Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, what we would love for you to do is if you're watching with us on the platform, you'll see a raise hand button. If you click on that, and then you can click on the connect with us button that comes up after it, it will take you to our website under next steps. We would love it if you could just pop your details in that form, and we would love to get in contact with you to help you as you begin this amazing journey with Jesus. We celebrate with you. You've just made the best decision you'll ever make in life. If you're watching on YouTube, you can click on the next steps, the link below. It will take you to the same form. We would love it if you could fill in your details. It would be really, really helpful to us so that we can help you as you begin this journey. We are going to worship our amazing God, and we're going to give, give, we're going to give thanks for those who have just given their life to Jesus, because that's when there's a party in heaven. But I want to encourage you to be intentional, be missional. Remember to do what you know to do. Go where you need to go and throw what you need to throw. Thanks, everyone.